That's mad. Yeah. That's kind of lit though. Yeah. There's no rules, right? If so. you're not comfortable in the studio in Ekelane, we have uh, a studio here. <laughs> right here, my friend. Feel free to come, how, use our equipment. How much are charging? Hey guys, welcome back to Conscious Conversation. It's your girl, Miriam. You know how we do. Today, I've got a very interesting guest. Someone that actually I haven't, like I know, I kind of know, but I haven't properly delved into what you do. I've seen a couple things. I've seen you on a couple platforms, all of this sort of stuff. Actually, we have a mutual friend, which I'll yeah. get into later. But um, Is it? Oh. yeah, <laughs> it's all right. Yeah. Um, but yeah, man, today guys, I have Black Man the Traveller, you can introduce yourself, tell them who you are, what you do, what you're about, all of that Thank good you. stuff. So basically guys, yeah, so it's Black Man the Traveller, mm-hmm. and um, I'm an up and coming young entrepreneur Love that specialises in more travelling content. Okay, yeah. what made you want to get into that? Ooh, um, you know what, I was just going for certain stuff in my mm-hmm. life, and then um, eventually um, I was just like living in Australia for two years. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So I lived in Australia just to escape certain stuff what was happening back in my area in Stratford. Right. So is that where you're yeah, yeah. like raised? Uh, born and raised in Stratford, East, you know, London. East London. Big up East Side. Yeah, <laughs> That's yeah, my yeah. side as well. Big up East London. <laughs> Big up the East Side. <laughs> yeah, so born and raised in Stratford and then um, basically that. what happened is there was one of my friends shout out to she must have shouted me out on Instagram mm. and she said, Oh, I gotta start a YouTube channel. Mm-mm-mm. How long ago was this if you don't know? This was in two thousand and eighteen, I remember. Okay. All right. And this is when I just got to Australia. So oh, she was like, Start a YouTube channel. I was like, nah. I just ignored her. Mm-mm. But this girl will send me DMs on Instagram like, mm. at least two days a week. Right. And I must said to my partner, like, look, man, this, this girl's bothering me. Da, mm-hmm. da, da, da. And she was like, just ignore her. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But then I'm like, if there's a sign from God, right, then facts. you got to take the opportunity. 100, definitely. So I looked into it. I tapped black uh, British travel bloggers. It was mostly females that were coming up. Okay. And then I tapped male travel bloggers. Mm-hmm. Then there wasn't really that guy. But it was mostly females mm-hmm. or, or, or couples. Okay, all right, yeah, cool. Yeah. But then after that, I thought, okay, I just came up with a niche and then... And boom. Boom, started. Where, what's your ethnicity? So, originally, my mum is full Ugandan, both parents from okay, East Africa. And then my father's father is full Tanzanian, and my father's wow. mum is full Rwandese. So proper, that makes me Ugandan, Tanzanian, Rwandan, yeah, Proper yeah. East Africa, yeah, like, yeah, you're yeah. just there. Yeah. That's, that's, do you know what, have you been back home? I've been, yeah, yeah, I've been back home five, five times. How was that? It was, the first time I went, I was young. Okay. You know when you go secondary school and your parents send you back home? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. <laughs> I don't want to look too well. I remember when I was young and I used to misbehave and my mum's like, well, I'm going to send you back home. Mm. And then she used to threaten to leave me there oh, if I don't like, yeah. behave. So first time I went there, I went there like, when I was, like, I think, 10 or 11. Okay. But it was a culture shock because obviously I wasn't, I wasn't used to Africa, Mm-mm-mm-mm. seeing how everyone's like, in the villages and that. And mm-hmm. then, um, when I started to go every like, once every two, three years, yeah. it, was, it, was, it was good. Okay, yeah, so yeah. where's so obviously you've been back home. Do you think yeah. you could ever live back home? No. Why? Considering that you're a traveler, yeah, so yeah, that's yeah. how I see things. Because I'm like, okay, cool. Like you've been around. Yeah, you've yeah. seen all different types of lifestyles, cultures, yeah. like way of life, all of that. Yeah. And then when people go back, because me personally, yeah, I feel like, like I love my home. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if I could live there, but I could be there for about a year. Where you from originally? Where you from? Algeria. Okay, cool. okay. So North Africa. Yeah. I go I go to Algeria all the time. So I yeah. feel like I could go and live there for about a year, but I don't know if I could spend a lifetime there. And I don't know if that's because I was raised here. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. I'm just it's just inbreded in me for me to live a type of way here. But I always ask people that, especially because you travel a lot. So yeah. You have the exposure. Yeah. So why do you not think that you could live there? I think for me to live back home in 
Because I've been more to Uganda more than I've been to Tanzania or mm. Rwanda. Mm-mm. So all I know is Uganda. I've been mm. to Tanzania once. I've mm. never been to Rwanda because okay. my father's side. Right. But in terms of Uganda, I wouldn't live there because it's like, I mean, it's got everything. Mm-hmm. You know, it's got it's got culture, it's got rawness, like everything's like authentic. Yeah. But the reason why I wouldn't live there because I think there's just too many like personal problems for me to go okay, over there. In yeah. terms of if you're up and coming, people's going to want to expect money from you. Of course, yeah. And then, of course, in terms of politics, it's mm. not stability yeah. back home in Africa. That's it's one of the a shame. Yeah, yeah. I feel like that's everyone's answer, especially, like, when when you know your, when you know your lands, and you yeah. know, and you go back home, especially African cultures, that's yeah, always yeah. the answer. It's either to get by, it's always you have to cash out, because yeah, yeah, that's the yeah. only way to make it in an African country. That's true. Because it's because the government's corrupt, and then that's what yeah. it cycles back into. But yeah. And the stability it's as well, because I need to yeah. stay somewhere with the stability. And uh, Africa, Africa, it depends what part of Africa you want to go to. Mm-hmm. But especially in East Africa, Uganda, there's mm. always like insecurity. So no, I wouldn't want to live there. I was supposed to go there last year. To Uganda? Yeah. For what? I do a lot of charity work there. Oh, okay. Yeah, so I was supposed to go there last year. Then April, actually, I was supposed to go. Okay. Um, and then, you know, COVID came. Um, yeah, yeah. But I'm planning on going either next year or the year after. Okay. Hopefully, Whereabouts are sure. you going to go to Uganda? Kampala. Is yeah, that where Kampala. you're from? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I don't even know if I said that right. Yeah, Kampala. Kampala, Kampala, Kampala guys. Yeah, yeah, I don't want to be yeah. ignorant. But yeah. Um, yeah, that's where the main base is. So oh, I was wow. To go okay. Is well, that where you're from? My mum is from like See, how Kampala. Okay. More from the outskirts, from the villages. Yeah. But um, if you go, let mm. me know. And maybe we, we might we be able to link together. up. Yes, yeah, 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 that would yeah. be a vibe. Let's do that. Okay, let's do that. Um, let's go into, I want to go into your story. But I want to kind of go into the stuff that maybe people that go into your channel won't necessarily pick up on yeah, because yeah. you know if you're a travel well would you consider yourself a blogger like a travel blogger? yeah i might as well yeah i might just lump you in that yeah. category yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but you know you're the travel blogger like yeah. your personality might come out in certain yeah. situations or whatever but people don't really know your story yeah. like so for the people that i know that traveled normally were raised in an environment where they never afforded it like when they were young. So me personally, I know we didn't go on holiday until later on in life because mm. of financial situations. Mm. And that makes me l- like love to want to go out and go and travel and go and see everything because we could have never done that. My parents couldn't do that. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So what's your story and kind of how did, why traveling? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Go into that. I, I, I would say maybe me and you probably must have had like the same backgrounds because I wasn't, I never came from a luxurious family right you know yeah. what i mean i come from newham so i'm pretty sure yeah. everyone knows newham is known for crime rate and mm. all different negative poverty. poverty yeah and all the olympic stuff but when i was raised i used to go you got like when i was i went there when i was 11 mm. then the second time i went there was when it was 16 in 2009 okay so when i when i finished year 11 going into college mm-hmm. so my mom took me back there to actually see the family after a certain amount of years right so i never had that luxurious lifestyle so mm. then while traveling, I tried football. Football didn't work okay. out well. Yeah, yeah, football didn't work out well. Um, and then because it was a sign from God when mm. that girl just kept on DMing me, my friend Loretta. Mm. So when I looked into it a bit more, I thought to myself, there is no person of color from inner city London, or let's just say the UK in general, right. that does raw, authentic traveling content. Because mm-hmm, mm-hmm. when you do watch traveling content, I'm not good at that. It might sound a bit rude, right. but the majority of people that you do see are white Westerners. Whether, yeah, 100%. Whether we like it or not. 100%, yeah. So when you see white Westerners people on this type of platform, mm. 
So imagine for a white person to come to Africa and mm. show Africa, but their way. Through their eyes. So I'm saying. You're going back to my life. But that's not the real way to show it. So then if mm. you get a person of colour that mm. goes to another country that's got a person of colour, whatever, or maybe back home to Africa, mm. and they show the real Africa, the real roots. Yeah. That's what I inspired to do, but through travelling. Do you know what's interesting about that? I had a conversation with somebody um, yeah. about um, educating yourself on who you are, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I said to them, you would never go to somebody from, for example, um, no one take offense to this, we're yeah. just speaking, right? Yeah, yeah. I would never go to a white man and ask a white man about my history in terms yeah. of my bloodline, like yeah. my roots. Yeah. I would always go to my people, yeah, like yeah. whether it's family, whether it's people of my culture, X, Y, and Z. Yeah. And I think that falls a lot into the travel and tourism yeah. sector of yeah. the world, whether it be the business side, whether it just be blogging, whatever. You tend to see people who may or may not come from a place of privilege and are able to you know, splash out and go to these places, but will go and tell essentially our stories and mm. our cultures and our roots through a completely different perspective. 100%. And it's almost not real. Yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? So it's refreshing for someone like you to be like, yeah, yeah well, actually, like this is who I am and this is where I'm yeah. from and I cannot, I can take that back home, but I can also take it here, here and here. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Because when you do watch, when you do watch travelling content, when people do go back home to either Africa or maybe South America or Asia, they mm. do all this funny materialistic stuff. Like how much yeah. can you buy for ten dollars, or they do all this little cinematic stuff. Mm. When you watch my content, it's it, it's raw, it's authentic. Yeah. So when I do travel, I go to villages and slums. Yeah. I do hitchhiking, which is a bit weird, but that's a bit authentic and yeah, rawness. Definitely. But when I do visit the villages and the slums, mm. the reason why I do that is to show people look. There's still people out there that live in these predicaments. Definitely, yeah. And what the way they live in, that's real, that's authentic. Mm. So I'm trying to show that yeah. that authentic and rawness. Do you know what that reminds me of? It's like, um, I don't know how much of this would be relatable to your culture, but yeah. I know a lot of people that will go back home and before yeah. Yeah. they'll be buying fresh clothes. Yeah, yeah. They'll be making sure they have the latest perfume, the latest garments, the latest yeah. this. To go back home where it's a third world country where yeah. nobody has anything or has probably ever even seen that type of designer on somebody. True. And like, I remember having a conversation with someone thinking, but why? Yeah. Like when I go, cause I've been going to Algeria on my own for, since I was 16. So oh, by yourself? Yeah, by myself. So I go on my You're own. <laughs> I, I started to go Uganda by myself like three years ago. <laughs> a lot of people have said that to me, but yeah. I just think like, for me, it's important to know my land. Yeah, yeah. Like I know Algeria probably, I can get around, um, the city probably better than I can get around London I'll be yeah. very honest with you yeah. but I took it upon myself to go and be with people and like you know take public transport walk places like yeah. like I'll go like especially back home they don't care I can be dressed in just like a jibba or just like a any yeah. anything like pyjamas anything go out to the shop come back Go. I can go central in home attire yeah. and they don't care because that's just how they're living yeah. and when I first started doing that I saw a whole different side to my people, mm. the people that, like my family, um, even just experiences in terms of how you're treated and how mm. you're welcomed, how, um, you know, hospitality is a big thing in Africa yeah. in, in just in general. And when you, when you humanize yourself and yeah. bring yourself back, I think it's the best experience anyone can go through. And a lot of people have a misconception of if I'm going back home, especially when it's your own land, they need to go be a type of way. They need yeah. to go dress a type of way. You don't have like, to. Yeah, you don't have to. Like I, I said to someone, um, she was like to me, oh, when I go back home, I'll, I'll, I'll never take public transport. 
like right. I'll, I'll always take her like an uber or, or a taxi why and i said to her and i was like yeah. for what reason yeah she's like i don't like that's just i wouldn't do that like why would i do that yeah, yeah i just yeah. thought is this what london has done to you yeah, yeah. <laughs> like i just think that's mad i had the same problem like i must uh, i'll tell you a story i went to morocco with mm. um, my cousin that's managing me and one of my cousins so we went to morocco for the first time mm-hmm. beautiful country Not so when we went there um they wanted to use uber they wanted to use taxis Mm-mm-mm. and i had an argument with them i said to them look we've gone to morocco to see the beautiness and the diversity that this country holds yeah they're like, no, 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 we've got to take a taxi. I said, look, I'm taking public transport. Mm. So we had an argument and then eventually I took the taxi with them. And the next day I jumped on the bus with my cousin. Mm. He said, bro, what we're doing is crazy. I said, no, what we're doing is real and authentic. Yeah, it's real it's life. Like, it's like when they come to London, they got to take one of these exactly. buses, one of these trains. And they got experience that London, you know what I mean? That London lifestyle. But that's why you go to a different country. It's to experience yeah. culture, it's to experience yeah, yeah. their way of life. Yeah, if yeah. you're going to bring your... The way you're living here and take it back home you're not it's not like it's, it's not authentic it's not organic yeah. you're not having the full experience you're just there for bands and a couple that's of photos true. and that's, true. that's it like so I, I don't know i've never understood that personally but what was australia like because i have a, a couple of friends that don't believe australia is real but <laughs> australia is it's a how can i describe australia um first word i'll say it's beautiful mm, but i'll, I'll, I'll say racist I was going to get into that. I'll say beautiful racist mm. and I'll say um, it's unique. It's quite a juxtaposition yeah. the way you said that. Beautiful yeah, yeah. racist but unique. I'll tell you beautiful in terms of it's got everything that you ask for. Right. All the landscapes. It's got desert, it's got beach, mm. it's got sand. Australia has jungle, desert? Yeah. Wow. In the north, in the north and like in the middle, like the Northern Territory. Okay. Yeah, I was there for like four or five months in the farm. That's lit. Yeah. That's so lit. And then racism, <laughs> in terms of racism, Australians have never seen, this is just from my perspective, because I was there for two years, mm. so they've never seen interrelation, like interracial relationships. Okay. So when they see like a black man with a Latino or a white girl with an Asian man, mm-hmm. they stare at you and they ask you certain questions. But when they see a white and white person, they don't care. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. If they see a black and black person, they don't care. Yeah, it's the it's the mixing. Yeah, that yeah. And I've, them. I've had a couple altercations in Sydney, but obviously um, mm-hmm. there's a way to handle those situations. Right, of course. And in terms of unique, it's just it it, it it holds something that the UK doesn't have. You got that freedom, and it's just it's, okay. Yeah, really? Yeah, yeah. But so gone. Sorry, but it is a it, it is a racist country. Yeah. In terms of like you you will get it. Have you? experience anything that is i've had people ask me weird questions like i worked as a waiter in sydney okay. and then, um they kept on asking me where am i from so i was like okay i was like i'm from i'm from london yeah they're like you're from england i said yeah <laughs> and then they're very like and we know you're trying to yeah, ask my yeah. ethnicity but you're not yeah, asking yeah, yeah, right yeah, 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 so yeah. i'm gonna just tell you where i'm from so i was like i'm from england and then but mm. it's just the way they'll respond they'll be like you're from england mm. i'll be like yeah and then they were like but where are you originally from i'm like oh okay Oh, now you want to no, know. You want to know. Uh, so my mum, like, East Africa, my father, da, 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 so, mm. but I was born and raised in the UK. Mm-hmm. They were like, oh, okay. And I remember one customer said to me, oh, I thought England was just, like, white people. So when he said that to me, yeah. I just had to hold it in because yeah. I'm, I'm I'm giving them a service. Of course, yeah. Because I'm a waiter, right. so I'm giving them a service mm-hmm. and I got to hold it in. So I looked at him, I was thinking, mate, this is why you're, you're not educated. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's ignorance, I feel like, as well, nowadays. I don't think anyone really has the excuse to be yeah, ignorant yeah, anymore yeah, at yeah, all. Yeah. Especially in the age that we live in, like, yeah. you have access to everything and yeah, anything. Yeah. The fact that people choose to stay ignorant is a problem yeah. for me. And the things with Australians are very funny. So the ones in the city, 
like in Sydney are very like upscale Sydney's a very fashionable materialistic city mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but when you go to Melbourne Melbourne's like London it's very diverse okay. it's a very hippie artistic city it's beautiful oh, wow. Melbourne's, Melbourne's like a young population mm-hmm. so I, I love Melbourne more than Sydney mm. and when I went to the farm the Australians in the farm are very old school mentality half of them have never seen like people of colour they stare at you That's mad. some of them don't wear shoes yeah like the toes are sticking out. It's very... It's what, do you know why, why this is important? Because pe- I feel like a lot of people think that first world countries yeah. have seen it all, have experienced it all. Yeah. They're diverse, they're accepting. Yeah, yeah, and like, yeah, for yeah. example, people will speak on um, Oriental countries and be like, yeah. well, they've never seen people of colour, X, Y, and Z. But yeah. Oriental, you can't really compare an Oriental country, in my opinion anyways, yeah. to a place like Australia, yeah, New yeah. Zealand, America, X, Y, and Z. Because you would have thought that okay like people like it's people are accepting like the refugees mm. were let in all of this sort of stuff like mm. surely you know people are yeah. a bit more aware but the fact that you said okay cool i, w- I went to australia I-, I spent time here i even yeah. went and farmlands and yeah, people yeah. aren't wearing shoes and they've yeah, never seen yeah. a black person yeah, like yeah. i think a lot of people are gonna be shocked by that i'm telling you even the people that i was with in the farm yeah a lot of us were shocked but you know it is Australians, a lot of them are humble people, but a lot of them, mm. you do get the majority are racist. But mm. what I said to some of my friends, no one is born racist. Fact. That's what I think. It's no a, one's born racist. hundred percent. It's you're you're only going to be racist by your surroundings and your peers. Definitely, it's taught. It's the way you're educated. So I don't blame those Australians, the ones on the farm, mm. by looking at me or the ones in the city by yeah. saying, asking me certain questions because mm-hmm. maybe they're not educated in the right way. Definitely. So. But yeah, that was one of the weird experiences that's, that I had there. That's mad. Yeah. Let's talk about, so, okay. Um, how old were you when you first traveled on your own? Oh, um, I was 19, 19 or 18. And where did you go? I, I went to France, not gonna lie to you. Oh my God. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what I went to France here because everyone was like Eiffel Tower, blah, blah, blah. So I went to okay. Paris. Okay, even yeah. worse, but keep yeah, going. Yeah. So when I went to Paris, yeah, I was like, wow, I'm in France. Mm-hmm. I, I, remember, I remember I stayed I stayed near the Moulin Rouge. Okay. So I stayed around there and then um, I went to the Eiffel Tower. Right. And then I, this is when I was a bit materialistic, innit? So I remember Back I went to the, the I went to like the Louis Vuitton store and I bought all these Louis stuff. And wow. Then, yeah, yeah, yeah. Look at you. And I was like, what am I doing? But yeah. I loved Paris. Mm. Not the French people, Just but the, the city, yeah. like the infrastructure is it's amazing, amazing. Mm. so yeah that was my first okay. place yeah and how long were you there for i was there for the weekend oh that's From friday and i came back on monday right, that's fine yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> it's a quick weekend trip yeah, yeah, i can yeah, handle yeah. that you know yeah. um the algerian in me is screaming but it's fine <laughs> you don't like paris um i think paris is overly hyped okay i think it's in what way I don't think it's as great as everybody really I've been to Paris many okay, times. I've been yeah. to Paris in the summer, in the winter. Yeah. Um, I went in November time. Like, I've been to yeah. France, but I just think... If you get offended, you get offended yeah. at this point. But um, I just think Paris or France in itself is just very dirty. Paris is a dirty city. Paris is I see, dirty. I see a, a lot of rats. Like, it's just The train not, stations are a bit, you know. It's just all over the... And I feel like the French as well. Like, with me, yeah. a big thing is the people i'll be honest like yeah if i go to i understand there are certain like ignorance is everywhere and there yeah, are yeah. certain places you're just gonna have bad experiences cool but i just feel like the french have something about them yeah. that is just a bit like they're very proud get off your high horse yeah, because i'll knock proud. you down yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> do you know what i mean and for, i just i i can't like yeah. i 
person like I've, every time I've gone I've argued every yeah. time I've had an argument I had a situation and maybe it's I'm I have different experiences because I'm a Muslim woman whatever and you know how France is with like the hijab yeah. and yeah, all yeah, of this yeah. sort of stuff cool but if you're if you're opening up your land for tourism yeah. knowing that these people are coming from certain you countries you need to accept and adapt like just yeah. wait, uh, if am I bring, I'm bringing you money yeah, right yeah. so what like what what's anyways <laughs> the French like yeah anywho so obviously you, it's not so everybody you didn't like the experience basically at all um I think yeah it's just not for me like France is just I know the south of France is beautiful I've yeah. not been there I'll be honest um yeah. but I just thought I could just do without France as a whole <laughs> big up the French music though I'm not gonna ask you African, French music is yeah. run by Africans. Let's yeah. not even do big that. Up, big up the French artists. Come music, on. Like, big up all the Algerians. Yeah, yeah, yeah. the, the Sofian. Come on. Key Black. Yeah, yeah. Soul King. All yeah, of them. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I listen to a lot of French Arab, African music. Yeah, come on. It's it's a vibe, but yeah. let's let's be honest. Even the French, they come and take... Of course. From... They steal elements. <sighs> but that's a whole separate yeah. conversation for a different day. Um, Cool. Let's talk about your brands. Yeah, yeah. Right. Black Man the Traveller. Um, I think you've established... Go on. Oh. Okay, <laughs> I think you've established that um, your goal is, you know, to be. Well, I think I've s- I actually saw you say something that your goal is yeah. to be the first black man yeah, to. Yeah. Is it to travel all over? No, like, no, what no, is no, your no, goal? No. You know, a lot of people get mis, like, misunderstood, misinterpreted. So basically, right? the way it works is, so the whole concept of black man the traveler, mm. it's very similar to Nipsey Hussle's type of theme. Interesting. So cool. One of the people that inspires me is Nipsey Hussle, but mm. by the way he I started. Think. Yeah, rest in peace, Nipsey, man. Yeah. But by the way he started his project and mm. the way he left his legacy. Mm. So the way Nipsey was done, he's like, he sold his CDs for $100. Yeah. And I was like, what? And then Jay-Z bought 100 copies of his CDs. It's mad. It's so, so crazy. the way he marketed himself, but he built his team around his family members and his close friends. Mm-hmm. So I'm trying to implement that as well. Yeah. But not through music, because that was his type of, you know, like that was his That's thing. his lane. Yeah. This is yours. So my lane is going to be through through traveling mm. and inspire people to like make it out of the hood. So the whole concept of Black Man the Traveller, so Black Man the Traveller is me. Right. I travel to certain countries where the media portrays them in a negative way. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I'll go to those countries. Mm-hmm. But then I make raw, authentic traveling content as well. Right. What other travel bloggers won't do. Mm-hmm, I don't mm-hmm. do nothing that's materialistic. Mm. And then my clothing line that says Black Man the Traveller, if mm-hmm. you ignore Black Man and the word the, think about the word traveller. Mm-hmm. Everyone is traveling in life to get Definitely. to a destination. 100. So you're trying to either travel to get to your nine to five, achieve your goals. So mm-hmm. when you wear my shirt, it's representing your trials and tribulations. Mm. So that's overall the whole it's concept of Black Man the Traveller. Yeah, yeah. I like that. I like that a lot. Thank you. Because thank I feel like. A lot of people don't actually leave where they're from. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. I have friends in America that have never left America and yeah, they're, yeah. you know, they're grown, like yeah. wife and kids, all of that. And I find that so interesting because your environment really affects you. Like yeah. it, it builds your personality, it affects how you think, it affects your trials and tribulations, the things True. you experience, all of that. Yeah. So for you to be able to embody your story and put it out there in a way where other people can relate and then on top of that have the hope in yeah, there yeah, yeah. it's powerful because really and truly it's like no one I wasn't fed from a, a wealthy family you know mm-hmm. what I mean I started from the bottom mm. I, I watched and analysed how certain people grew in the industry mm-hmm. through here and through America and I mm. thought wow if you stay in your own lane 
but you need to at least make noise in the industry. Right. You gotta make, I think the only way people succeed nowadays is either they do materialistic stuff mm-hmm. or you stay in your own lane mm-hmm. and you make raw and you make raw authentic content. And you hope people And you hope relate. people actually relate and yeah. then they can actually, you know, help you grow. So, mm-hmm. yeah. That's mad. Um, I just, I had a question, but it, you know when someone's yeah, deep in yeah, it and then you just yeah. lose, I was very in that. No, that's okay, that's okay, that's okay. Um, okay, let's talk about the your favourite place that you visited versus the worst place you visited, whether it be yeah. people, whether it be the experience, whether it be the lifestyle, like... So the best place I'll be, ooh, I've been to too many countries. Um, Where have you been, by the way? If you can list that, that would be. <laughs> to list it. Go on. Uh, I've been, I've been Argentina. Right. I've been Brazil. Okay. I've been Morocco. Okay. I've been Uganda. Okay. I've been Tanzania. Uh huh. I've been America. Uh huh. I've been Bahamas. Mm-hmm. I've been Turkey. Okay. I've been, I've been to Italy, uh-huh. France, Spain, <laughs> Scotland, <laughs> Sweden, mm-hmm. Poland, mm-hmm. Thailand, Myanmar. Mm-hmm. Vietnam, mm. um, Indonesia, mm. Australia. Mm. That's 19, guys. Uh, that's all I can know. But there's probably yeah, one that's or two it. more. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Nin- that's 19 mad. countries, yeah, 19 in, countries. In what time span? 2017 to 2000, until, until last, last year. Because I travelled even in between the pandemic. I didn't care. Yeah, that's lit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh traveled. my God, 19... 19- yeah. <laughs> you know what? Yeah. <laughs> I said I, I used to tell my friends I want to go to every country in the world at least once. Yeah, yeah. So I I've never met anyone that's gone to more than maybe three, four places. Swear so I'm... yeah, hundred. Like people go back yeah. to regular places because yeah, yeah, they like yeah. familiarity. Yeah, so yeah. you're the complete opposite that you'd rather I'm, put yourself I'm in different. places where yeah, yeah. that's lit. But I'm more different. Yeah, tell us about the best place you've gone to in the so world. I think the best place I've been to out, out of the nineteen, I don't even know if it's nineteen mm-hmm. countries. But the best place I've been to, I would say, um, I would say Turkey, man. Okay, why? Turkey is so apart from right. The only thing I didn't like about Turkey was Istanbul. It's a very materialistic city. It's tourism, right? Tourism, and I've been they there before a couple of years ago. Mm. So I thought, let me go there again. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. When I came out of Istanbul, mm. I, I done. I must have hitchhiked from Istanbul to. I was going to Ankara. I wow. made it halfway okay. and I got stuck on the motorway because one driver was very cheeky what he'd done. So yeah, oh, it, was, it was dangerous. It was a weird experience. Like basically- Did we get the story? Yeah, yeah I told you this. So basically <laughs> what happened is, so the plan was, yeah, was to go from Istanbul to Ankara. Right. It's like a five hour, six hour journey. Okay. And then um, I must've made a video on YouTube. I don't know if you saw it, but I put it on YouTube and then um, mm. I got lost. And then I've got like a sign that says I'm going to Ankara, whatever. People were actually helping me. Oh, I love that. And then I made it halfway. Mm. And then there was this last driver. He said to me, right, um, Ankara is that way. I'm going this way. You, mm. you exit the car. Mm-mm-mm. I was like, what do you mean is that way? Yeah. I was like, but you told me you're taking me to Ankara. You right. said, no, 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 no. I need to get the, 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 the. I right. said, okay, I'm not going to argue right. because I'm in their country. I've got right. to respect the rules and regulations. You don't want to get arrested wanna, in the yeah. <laughs> I don't know what's going to happen. Yeah, exactly. I'm in Turkey. Yeah. So I jumped out the car. My backpack is heavy. So mm. I've chopped the backpack on the floor. Right. But I wasn't filming this. So I just I just filmed when I left the car. Okay. And then um I chucked it down and I was like, oh, I'm in a bad position right now because mm. it's getting cold, it's getting dark. 
um, my battery's low, but thank God I always have a portable charger. So right. I'm, I'm, I'm way ahead. You're prepped. And I've always got data. Okay. Cool. Whenever I travel, I always buy a SIM card in every country. I don't care okay. if it's cheap, expensive, I make sure I've got data. That's good. And that's the best way to communicate. Mm -hmm. I don't rely like on Wi-Fi and that. So I'm stuck there. It's getting dark. Mm. The dogs are barking. There's like a village behind me. A whole turkey. I'm like, oh, I'm in trouble now. So yeah. I was like, okay, I've got two ways. I either sleep on the side of the motorway and pray that no one robs me. Oh my God. Or I either pray that someone stops. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> or either I get a taxi. So I'm sticking out my farm. Police are driving past me. So mm. they've stopped the car. Mm. Like, where are you from? I'm like, London. Okay, okay. But I thought they were going to help me. They, they, they just asked me for, just for a picture. They take a picture of me. Oh. I, I swear to God. And then after they drove off. Every police officer. I had some people that This is were, the police? Yeah, yeah, yeah. In Turkey. I swear to God. And then literally... Couple other vehicles were driving past mm. and they were doing the same thing. Oh, picture, 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 before like it was getting dark. I would have been like, you can get a picture when we arrive. Mate, I, <laughs> I tried, I was like, oh, is it okay if you can drop me to Ankara? Because mm. they were going the same direction. Yeah. So. But there wasn't, no one really, really wanted to help me. So anyway, um, I must have went online and then I must have typed minicabs and I was calling every cab station mm. that was in Istanbul. Because mm. it's, it's basically Istanbul was three hours away and Ankara was two hours away because it's, it's so five hours. Dead in the middle. So I was dead in the middle. So I was like, okay, shit, I need to call someone. I called all the taxis, da 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 da, mm. like cabs. And then one guy spoke English fluently. I'm like, I'm like, excuse me, where are you from? I'm from, oh, I'm from Turkey, but I lived in I lived in London. I was like, oh, please, bro, can you help me out? Da, yeah. da, da, da. I gave him my number, then mm. we're talking on WhatsApp. He's telling me 500 pounds. So huh? I'm like, brother, you're three hours away, yeah? yeah. I'm not paying 500 pounds. Oh, no, can do. So then we're trying to negotiate. And then one of the guys that I jumped in his car, mm. I must have, I was talking to him on Instagram. Mm -hmm. And then he said that he's going to come and get me, but he was going to charge me 200 pounds, which okay. is a three hour way journey. I'm thinking, mate, like these guys are going to rip me off. Yeah. But then it's either I sleep here. So I was like, okay, cool, just come, just come, just mm -hmm. come. So the guy was coming and then the taxi driver somehow put it down to 50 pounds. So wow. He, yeah, yeah. So he drove three hours away from Istanbul then it was weird he got two random people to pick me up mm. literally um, it was dark it was raining one guy came with his raining. phone yeah one guy came with his phone and he's like Amir Amir and I'm like how do you know my name <laughs> then the guy's like come you come you come so I'm walking my backpack mm. but my camera's on my neck mm. so I thought fuck I'm gonna get robbed who's yeah. this but I just thought maybe it's the guy Yeah. I climbed the top of a hill I ended up in a village and then there was dogs around me barking people just staring at me I thought yeah. oh my god I'm gonna get robbed over here yeah so I was like, how do you know my name? Oh, mm. this guy sent me that like, it was a cab driver. Okay. So anyway, cool. The cab driver's talking. I'm talking to him on the phone. I said, listen, this is a bit weird. Mm. I jumped in their car mm. and I thought, I thought literally I'm going to get kidnapped. So what I'd done, I said, I know certain words in Turkish. I tried to know like the basic words. Mm. So I was like, oh, guli, tishukule, da 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 Oh, merhaba, assalamu alaikum. I'm Muslim, yeah, da 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 that's what you have to connect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Just then, bring the deal yeah, and Yeah, and then literally, yeah. their guard went low. Yeah. So I was observing the body language. Mm. And what I done, I went on Instagram. I said, look, oh, YouTuber, right? I'm like, oh, YouTuber, me, yeah. YouTuber. And then I showed them my channel. And then they just started getting happy. Oh, yeah. Da, da, da. They're um, thinking promo. Yeah. They think we're going to be on YouTube. So what YouTube. I done, I made a video on, on, my, on, my, on my Instagram. Put right. on my story. Mm. I said, yeah, yeah, if you drop me off, I'll, I'll, I'll give we'll you... We'll do a little song. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so they dropped me off now to a remote place in the petrol station. Okay. And then uh, the, the guy came. Mm. I said, so look, what you done was very weird because you got all this hassle, these mm. guys to pick me up. And then he drove me back. I gave him £50. That mm. was the only weird experience I had in Turkey. But apart from that, Outside of Turkey, it was the best hospitable country I've ever had in my life. 
I'm telling you. I should go, right? You should go. Highly recommended? Highly, highly. Because I I stopped around and then um, I I, I must have ended up in some village in Cappadocia. Mm-hmm. And then um, they, they let me come to the house. Mm-hmm. They gave me drinks. Everyone just gave me cokes, like lemonade. <laughs> Turkish people are so polite. Yeah. And then um, so the whole Turkey journey was I was meant to go from Turkey all the way to Syria. That was the wow, original plan. Yeah, yeah. That's so lit. So the plan was to go from Istanbul all the way to um, the Turkish-Syrian border. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I wasn't meant to go inside Syria because I can't go. But uh, the plan was to go to Syria, the Syrian-Turkish border, and to film the refugee camp. So, that would have been powerful. Yeah, yeah. So the main reason why is I wanted to go there and show people that, look, Syrian people are still suffering. Yes, yeah, how people are but living. I wanted to show the diversity and the rawness, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? So eventually my phone got stolen uh, in Turkey. the stress. Then, yeah, yeah, yeah. My phone got stolen in Turkey. I was hitchhiking and then I went to some little village with one American dude that I met. And then um, I was checking out. It was, it was the day that I was leaving to go to Syria and then my phone got stolen and then that was the worst experience. That I had in Turkey, but overall, it was the best country. Best country. Yeah, yeah. And then the worst country, I would say Poland. Mm. Yeah, I yeah. Actually, that's the video that I yeah, watched. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Poland is just. Tell the peoples. <laughs> yeah, bit racial. It's, bit racial. It's bit a racial. bit. But do you know what it is? This is this is where people start understanding yeah. the levels of racism now, because yeah, yeah, there's yeah. people that are ignorant and yeah. their racism might come from culture or yeah. you know upbringing, and then there's people that are completely they will get in your way because of you being black or you being Muslim or you being from an ethnic minority, X, Y, yeah. and Z. And I think that, like when I watched your video, yeah, um, yeah. You, I think you went around in Poland and you went asking people like- Yeah, yeah, questions. Yeah, yeah you yeah, went around yeah, asking yeah. people like, would, would yeah. you ever be a black person? What do you yeah. think of black people, X, Y, and Z? And I watched it and I was like, whoa, like, yeah. like I know Europe is mad, but yeah. it's, it's always, a different experience when you're in it yeah. but the reason why i've done that actually i wasn't doing that to show people that polish people are racist i've done that in terms of to show people the diversity that mm. polish people hold mm. so that's the whole concept of that mm-hmm, of, mm-hmm. of that video right but the experience i had in poland was as soon as i came out of the flight from london stansted into mm. poland people just stared at me i'm like well like we're in europe and then i'm like okay then mm. i kind of understood i'm in a like the majority of Eastern European, Central European people. Mm, so I was like, okay, mm, I got to respect mm. the rules and regulations. Mm. I jumped in an Uber and I had an Uber driver who was from Ukraine. He was humble, he was talking to mm-hmm. him, he was playing music. As soon as I came out, I got to my hostel in Warsaw, everyone just stared at me. Right. I just kept getting stares. Yeah. And then I had one altercation, I went to one club in Poland and then one guy tried to pick a fight with me. So I was literally walking and he just barged me. Then he started swearing in Polish. Mm. And then I told him, yeah, go F your mum as well. Yeah. <laughs> so when the mums get yeah, involved, yeah, you know, yeah, it's yeah. long. <laughs> so I was like, go F your mum. And then right. two minutes later, big Polish men came. Mm. And I was like, I'm not going to fight you, no way, man. Mm-mm-mm. These Polish people eat a lot of food. Yeah. They're big. They eat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was like, I'm going to leave that. And then a bystander came. And then he said, the reason why they've done that is because you're the colour of your skin. Right. So that was the worst experience, place that I'll probably mm. had that I've travelled. Despite the experience, would you go back? 100%. It's beautiful. It's yeah. a beautiful, beautiful country with a lot of nature. Um, the food is very interesting as well because they've got a lot of potatoes, like the, the food delicacies that mm. they have there. In terms of, I wouldn't say everyone in Poland is racist, but I'm just saying you will get a bit of racial discrimination. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I yeah. think there's, there's, a, there's a certain level of prejudice that's just within culture. Yeah, yeah, Do you yeah. know what I mean? I think 100%. that's what it is. Like. I think racism is a big term to just slap and generalise because we can't do that. But I think there's certain cultures that just have a level of prejudice. The moment you're you're just there, there's a there's a wall up. 
period yeah. so and i don't blame them because obviously maybe they're not used to seeing people of color in certain parts of their country mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but like i said no one's born racist so. right facts yeah. yeah that's mad yeah do you know what what was interesting you said the moment you landed yeah um people stared at you yeah they did and i think i find that interesting because obviously i'm like i wear hijab whatever cool yeah, yeah. that's kind of just been my life yeah and so much so to a point where i don't even realize it anymore yeah like i can go places in london or i'll go like i had an experience when i went to i went to germany yeah. and i was in the airport and was about to get on like we we're just going through what's it called security or whatever yeah and um you know in certain airports you step into the thing the yeah, wishy yeah. thing and yeah, then yeah. you walk out whatever yeah, yeah. Yeah. and then a woman like pulled me aside do you know what she did? No, I will never forget this. <laughs> she went, she grabbed my scarf from the back. And at first I was like, okay, cool. Maybe they're, I mean, I don't know why, but yeah, maybe yeah. they're just trying, just trying to see maybe like, is it really hair? Is there something yeah, yeah. there? This is in Germany, said, yeah. This is, in, this is in Frankfurt. Yeah. And then, where if it would stop? Yeah. She went to pool. Oh. And then when she went to pull, I grabbed her hand out oh. of instinct. Yeah, yeah, And then away. when I grabbed her hand, the yeah. other, there's a security guard, like a big, bigger yeah. guy. And he looked at me like, and he started walking over. And I turned around. I was like, what are you doing? Yeah. And then part of me said, okay, I'm here on my own. Yeah, <laughs> I'm a Muslim woman and yeah, I can't yeah. fight security in a whole yeah, different... Yeah, yeah. And I'm in but an what airport. What are they doing to use racial profiling? You know, I was so. like, I was so shocked. I was like, yeah. she's like, no, no, like, she's like, um, how do we know that you're not carrying anything yeah, under yeah. there? I said, huh? <laughs> so what do you mean? And then she asked, my thing was, okay, cool. Yeah. You want to check me out? Take me to a room. Yeah. I'll happily whip it off five minutes yeah leave let me get my flight this and it, that's too far i was i just i was like don't i part my pride was hurting because i was yeah. like i need to fight you now but i can't fight you because i'm in germany and it's security and it's all like but that's the problem I? because it's like every country has their own culture mm. and obviously the media portrays certain religions in a different negative way right. I, had, I had a similar story i had two similar stories actually i went to i went to argentina once mm. and then um I had a free Palestine t-shirt on. Free so, Palestine, guys. Free Palestine. So I had a free Palestine t-shirt on and um, they don't really understand what's really happening mm-hmm. amongst the Jewish and the Palestinian community. Mm. So I went to Argentina and then um, the shirt was so bright and the free was so bright and the Palestine flag was there with the peace sign. So I went Love there to show a bit of remorse and respect for the people that are suffering. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Then they stopped me in the airport and then they said to me, what's your purpose of coming there? I said, look, I'm coming there for holiday. Mm-hmm. They were like, okay, they said, what's your name? I said, my name's Amir. Mm. This is way before I started to film. I'm mm-hmm. talking about, I went there 2015 or 14, like mm-hmm. the first time. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And they just uh, put me to the side, mm-hmm. asked me certain questions. And then I was like, okay. But then they let me go because they couldn't really do anything. But I think yeah. the shirt must have raised alarms. Mm-hmm. And, then it was just, and there was one incident when I went to Miami the second time. Because mm-hmm. I've been in Miami about four or five times. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then um, I must have stayed there for a couple of months. And then um, when I was there, I must have had a prayer mat. Mm. in my briefcase and then I had the Quran in English because right. I can't read because I can't read Arabic yeah. so I can only read the Quran in, in English yeah. if it's transferred you know what I mean yeah I mean uh, translated. translated so obviously um, I must have went there they asked me where my phone I said London duh, 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 duh. and then because I've been there too many times they were asking me why do you keep coming back to America I'm like mm. I love your country yeah. I've got no bad intentions to go there I'm just going like just for a holiday whatever right, yeah. so what happened is they put me to the side they said is this your bag I said yes so they opened up my bag no, they said to me, can you open your bag for, for me? Oh, no problem. So I open up the bag and mm. then all you see is like the prayer mat's folded. And then the guy takes it out. He said, what is this? I said, it's a prayer mat. Mm. What do you mean it's a prayer mat? I said, yeah, it's a prayer mat. 
And the guy's like, oh man, what do you mean prayer mat? I said, um, it's a religious uh, prayer mat. Right. I pray on it. Right. You mean like a carpet? I said, yeah, something like that. So, is it something you lay down yeah, to pray? Yeah, you know, I, I'm not going to be rude. A lot of Americans are uneducated. Definitely, so yeah. So obviously I had to break it down. I said, oh, um, I'm Muslim. Mm. Muslim? I said, oh, Islam. Oh, Islam? <laughs> and his, his eyebrows lit. Yeah. As soon as I said Islam, he was with two other colleagues around him. Mm-hmm. So then they, their guards started to go up because they're thinking, wow, this guy's got a prayer mat. And right. you know, with all this international media, whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So obviously, they got the prayer mat and then they found the book. Mm-hmm. They said, what is this? I said, mate, you can read. Said, yeah. yeah. I said, read that for me. It's the Holy Quran. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. what it is. Mm-hmm. So what is that? I said, mm-hmm. it's, a, it's a religious book. It's part, mm-hmm. of, it's, it's part of the five pillars of my religion. Mm-hmm. They couldn't really understand. Literally, they've put me on the side mm. they taught me to a separate room that's when the in- interrogation started right so I think this was in 2015 or 16 I can't remember and mm. they were like why, why why are you here I said right. I'm here I'm, I'm here to see your country travelling da 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 right they asked me about my name they asked me the same questions numerous, numerous amount of times but trying I gave, to see if you I gave them the same answer yeah that's what it is and then what they've done they've done name check they checked everything and then they let me go that was the only mm. two altercations that I had in in airports in terms mm. of my travelling career yeah that's mad. Yeah, yeah. Airports are the worst. I think if you're Muslim, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Because it's, it's all systematic, in it? So yeah, it will just... Yeah. My girl, she she's from... She was born and raised in Detroit, but she's Libyan. Okay. And she went back to Libya for a little bit, lived there. And then when she came back, they held her in... Um, um, I think it was isolation for about four, five, six hours. In just because... No, no, no. Going back home to America from okay. Libya. Okay. And because at the time, um, she left, the civil war had just started. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They held her there for so long. And she wasn't even like a hijabi. Yeah, it's just yeah. the fact that your passport... It's a, yeah, your name... Her name is Arab. It says that you're Muslim on your passport. All of this sort of stuff. Yeah. Held her there for time. Like, just think, boy. Sorry, I, I just want to add one little story for you guys as well. Um, I was coming back from... We were coming back... I think we were coming back from Egypt or going to Egypt mm-hmm. and my brother was 11. Yeah. 11. Mm. They stopped him because his name is the same name as a terrorist that was known and they really wanted to take my brother. <laughs> my dad said to them, are you, a, are you kidding? They have no shame. Yeah. They have absolutely no shame. My 11 year old son into a room to ask him what questions yeah. about. Yeah. Feed him whatever yeah, madness his in his brain. And all of that. But this comes back to like the media. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because that's why I'm trying to travel and show people, look, you don't always rely on the media. When people travel, people, um, uh, I'll be honest with you, we live in a very materialistic country mm-hmm. and we live in a very materialistic world. Mm-hmm. Everyone wants to use social media, mm-hmm. but then it's like, when you watch my stuff, it's raw, it's authentic. Right. So I'm trying to show people, you don't have to travel like everyone. You mm-hmm. can do it in the raw, authentic way. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And then it all comes back, sorry to cut you off, it, right. all, it all comes back to education. So right. your experience, my experience, your experience, it all comes down to education. They're not educated in the right manner. Do you, you know, know what it mean? is? I think though, that excuse can be for the regular person. Yeah, yeah. Think if you're a professional, yeah. And you know within whether you're especially airport security or airports in general, you're an airport is a place for people coming and going from hundred and one countries. Do you know yeah. what I mean? You're gonna see everything and anything, yeah. right? I don't think that level of ignorance obviously we know it's systematic and we know really why they do what they do but i just don't think it's successful it shouldn't be used as an excuse at all in my opinion i I just think the average person you know maybe i'll go to someone else's land and they've never seen like i've I've had so many situations where i go on holiday Mm. and they've never seen a woman covered 
yeah. and I'm not the most modest Muslim girl out here. Like I just, yeah, yeah. I just about cover my hair. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, like yeah. I'm just making my way. Yeah. But okay, cool. People like that, fine. Yeah. There's, I can. That's my opportunity to educate you now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But a whole professional, a yeah. whole airport security, yeah, where you're yeah. seeing, you're seeing black, Asian, Muslim, Christian, yeah. Jewish. Um, they know, but they they know they what know. they're doing. They know. 100%. They know what's right. They know what's wrong because they see. Um, different ethnic backgrounds come in and out of those of those little doors day Facts. in day out so they, they know how to behave mm-hmm. but obviously the way you've experienced I've experienced and so forth you've experienced is a, is a, is a, is a bad way mm. what I want to ask you is yeah, yeah because you've been 19 countries now we've, yeah. we've listed that yeah, has yeah. has travelling changed your perception on London and the UK yeah. and the people yeah. um, like the English people not yeah, just yeah. the general Brits um, before and after you've experienced I everything else. Before I travelled, I was, I was, I was living in a bubble, mm. living in the English bubble, nine to five, go home, Mm-mm-mm. party, whatever. Da, 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 da. When I moved to Australia, mm. I had to find myself as a person. And then when I started to travel, I started to be more humble. Right. I humbled myself and I started to re-educate myself Mm-mm-mm. because there's certain stuff that I learned through travelling that I never knew through the education system. You know Facts, I mean? yeah. so, and there's a lot of stuff that they don't teach you in the education system mm-hmm. you know what I mean so they just teach you what they want to teach you Mm-mm-mm. so one thing I've learned about traveling I learned, I learned, I learned how to humble myself mm. appreciate life a bit more mm-hmm. because I've been to places where people have nothing mm. like I went, I went to um, a favela in Brazil mm-hmm. and then um, my partner didn't want to come with me but she just stayed and then I went up to the favela mm. literally I was scared but when I saw the way people were living over there and then I went to a ghetto in um in Turkey as well, mm. in um, Istanbul, mm. and the way the Syrian refugees were living and and the Kurdish people, the way they were treated, yeah, I said, look, man, you need to you need to humble yourself. So I really appreciate my life, and I really humbled mm. myself throughout traveling to all these places. You learn your privilege, hundred percent, like hundred percent. It's mad because before traveling, I was I had this ego, you know, yeah. what I mean, I had this ego, this personality. Oh, I'm this, I'm that, because of the way I was brought up mm. in my surroundings, not by my family. But because I was hanging around with people in my area, yeah. and all we know is to live in that type of lifestyle. Yeah. But once you come out of that lifestyle and that bubble, mm. you start to appreciate the elements that you can, you know what I mean, mm-hmm. that you have. How so, was that transition? You know, I'll be honest with you, I wasn't too much into the gang type of stuff. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I did skip death a couple of times. People that know, they know. Mm-hmm. You know, so I've skipped death too many times. Mm-hmm. But um, in terms of the transition, I just. It was, it was that moment of my life that I had to leave the country because obviously Newham was getting a bit more dangerous. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Bystanders were getting there and certain people were affiliated with certain people. But because mm-hmm. in the area that I lived in, there was individual personal problems with right. other people. Mm-hmm. And I was okay with those people. But mm-hmm. because they were just, oh, you hang around, da 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 So the transition was, it was easy in terms of leaving the country. But it was right. the homesickness, all that type of stuff was hard. The attachments. Yeah, the attachments. Because like, I... When I went to Australia, I never came back for almost three years. Because mm. I, I, was, I was there for two years and I travelled for one year. So I never saw my mum within those three years. Yeah, that's mad. And before I left, I never, I never said bye because she was in Africa. Yeah. Okay. So literally missing my mum, not seeing my family members, mm. it was a bit hard. But yeah. in terms of becoming a man and change, it was one of the best choices I was going to say, made. you probably needed that. 100% I did. I did. No, because I don't think you would have... Even mentally, you wouldn't have been, or you wouldn't have the mentality or the foundation of the mentality that you yeah. have now yeah. if you went anywhere else or if you did anything else or That's even right. if you stayed. That's right. So I think people, something people 
don't like is change and i think yeah. that's very innate within us like as a, as humans we hate change we yeah, hate yeah. having to alter our lives or adjust because yeah. we're very easily comfortable and we like what's familiar yeah. and it takes a lot to especially being raised in london yeah, going yeah. through even if you weren't involved in that life if the people around you were involved yeah. anything can happen because everyone you know lives I mean? everyone lives in a bubble and mm-hmm. nobody wants to come out in their comfort zone mm. everyone's too like programmed mm. you know what i mean mm. come out your comfort zone i'm not saying you have to travel but come out your comfort zone and experience life in a different way mm. you might change your mindset mm. you know? how did um or if it ever yeah. did but did traveling ever influence your faith my faith yeah as in what religion so yeah did it ever did it ever make you understand more did it ever make you stronger in faith did it make you weaker in faith i wasn't really that religious when i was young Mm. because my both of my family like my mum and my dad mashallah like they're very they're very religious Mm. so i come from a very religious family even when i got this person my mum she she went crazy boy <laughs> i got this done in australia this was this was oh, my wow. instant but my partner was like yeah i was like oh, i don't know but um in terms of faith i've had situations where i almost died or even abroad like mm-hmm. i almost lost my life in the bahamas what because of the fact that you're muslim no 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 oh. no because like it was just a situation oh, okay right yeah trying to get robbed of them trying to kill with machete and so that was a weird experience but i think faith saved me in certain situations right. and then when i went to morocco one time um i was in marrakesh mm-hmm. so i was in jalaf in the square and then um it was time to pray the azan mm-hmm. the guy was calling for prayer and then i was there with my partner like we were just standing there and then um everybody just stopped work and then everyone just gathered together in jalaf in the square mm-hmm. yeah this is one of the biggest tourist squares in the world yeah bunch of tourists are standing there they don't care mm-hmm. everyone gets the prayer mat hundreds and everyone's praying salah yeah so when I saw that, I said, in the UK, I've only seen that in the East London Masjid or the Central mm-hmm. Mosque, like mm-hmm. when it's when it's like Ramadan. Yeah, or like Eid time. Or like Eid. Yeah. So when everyone's praying at the same time, they're bowing down. You know what I mean? They're saying they're saying the religious words. I'm thinking, wow. It's unity. Like, it's unity. So I felt a bit more of a connection mm-hmm. with my religion at that moment because mm-hmm. I was like, I've never seen that before. Mm-hmm. But in terms of has it helped me grow my religion? I mean, I wouldn't say I'm religious, but I do right. believe in my religion. Right. And I do carry my religion wherever I go. Facts, so, yeah. yeah. As it should be. Yeah, yeah. I feel like I feel like even the term religious is very because a lot of people will look at me and be like, Oh, but you're religious but yeah. how you view someone as religious, now I view someone as yeah, religious yeah, is very yeah. different. Do you yeah, know what yeah. I mean? I think I'm barely scraping the surface. Yeah, yeah. But to somebody else maybe because I display faith or because I like to talk about it or yeah, yeah. whatever. For them that's a lot. Yeah. Whereas for other for the people I look up to, it's like I'm not even there. I don't even yeah. know I don't even know how I'm looking up because we're not on the same level. For me, I don't like I see religion like this. Everyone everyone everyone's got a religion, we're all humans. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I'm I'm not gonna say this religion is better than that religion because yeah, of course. in our religion we don't have the opportunity to judge one another well, it's even, not allowed and really? even we're not we shouldn't judge people that's not muslim you know what i mean we're all yeah. equal you know what i mean mm-hmm. but i see like this people that preach religion in a negative way they shouldn't do it in that way there's mm-hmm. a way to, to preach your religion you know mm-hmm. what i mean mm-hmm. religion is best shown through character yeah, the yeah, prophet yeah, said yeah. that you get peace yeah, be upon yeah. him so i think it just come the only reason why i wanted to actually ask you that is because yeah. i feel like you're your brand is very focused on your ethnicity and yeah, who you are. Yeah, People yeah. don't actually know your faith. Yeah, yeah, Whether yeah. that is something you purposely did or not, I still think it's yeah. just important because it is who you are, yeah, right? Yeah. Like whether you're 
up there with it yeah. or here or wherever like yeah. it's still you yeah, because yeah. you believe in God and you believe yeah. in what you do so yeah. don't get me wrong I do show my my religion in, um, when I was in Turkey I was saying salam alaikum it depends yeah. the people that saw the content mm. but I don't drink I don't yeah. drink alcohol at all you know what I mean I've, gang gang. I've, I've tried it a couple times mm. like just a little sip mm. I don't I don't drink alcohol it's not for you I don't take no drugs good so apart from the herb yeah. I know it's a bit <laughs> negative but I apologize yeah. but um, that's one of the things that I'm very strict, I don't drink alcohol and I don't take any other drugs. I don't, I don't judge people, you know what I mean? Right. But in terms of, like, when it comes down to religion, I think, keep your religion to yourself. Mm. If you're going to implement in other people, as if it's not in a positive way, there's no point of preaching it. Facts. So that's what I see as. I agree. Yeah. Um, let's round off. Yeah, yeah. I want you to tell the people where they can find you, yeah, yeah. everything, socials. Yeah, I'll yeah. link everything in the description, guys. Make sure you like check him out. But just plug yourself. Yeah, yeah. And actually, if you have any advice for anybody yeah, yeah. that might have come from a life that you came from, and yeah. you know, because a lot of people want to get out but don't know how to get out, yeah, or yeah. a lot of people have, they want, they just want better for themselves but yeah. don't know the entry point or don't know whether it's from a mental perspective, yeah. if you have that advice, give it out. Basically, so what I'm gonna say, um, first I've got, um, first I wanna say thank you for putting me on your platform. You're welcome. You me, I respect what you're doing. Thank you. You me shout out to what you're doing and I, I hope, inshallah, that you achieve your goals. Inshallah, vice you know versa, I mean? for yeah. real. Thank you very much. Yeah, and um, second of all, I've got, um, I've got a big project coming out um, in mid-September, October times. Okay, end of the year. I will be going to India for four months. For four yeah, months, yeah, yeah, yeah. wow. Four or five months, I don't know how long, but I'm, I'm gonna be doing India for four or five months and then Mashallah. I'll be filming in India and I'll be showing people that the, the diversity that that country holds. Right, that's And right. then within India, I've discovered that there was a East African community that lived mm -hmm, there, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. a bunch of black Africans and I had no idea. Mm -hmm. So I'm gonna be going to the village. I'm gonna be filming there, I'm gonna be right. sleeping there. I don't know if you've seen Slumdog Millionaire. Yeah, of course. So I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be going to that, to that slum. I'm, be, I'm gonna be sleeping wow. there for three nights, three or two nights, and I'm gonna show people the diversity of what it holds. Mm -hmm. then in between India, we'll be doing Pakistan and Bangladesh as well. Very cool. And then any words of wisdom, I'll say two words. I'll say time and consistency. Um, I'll say use your time wisely. Sorry, I just had to yeah, because yeah. that one is. Yeah, yeah. Mm. I'll say um, use your time wisely. Mm -hmm. Whatever time, this time we have right now, we're not gonna get it back. Facts. We might film again another day, but it's not going to be raw. It's not going to be mm -hmm. authentic. Mm -hmm. So I say, use the time wisely that God mm -hmm. gave you. And then when it comes to consistency, I'll be like, be consistent in whatever you're doing. Yeah. Even if it's a nine to five, if you're trying to achieve your goals. Mm. Consistency yeah, is key. Just keep blow. going. Yeah, yeah, 100. Right. Oh, actually, I was, yeah, yeah. Oh God, I was going to wrap it up. But I, yeah, yeah. what I like to do is I like to have a riddle at the end. Okay, cool, cool. I have two riddles for you because I feel All like right. the first one's super easy. But I had right. to because, talk you know, to me, the travel. All right, cool. The first riddle, guys. Yeah. Rana, I don't know if you're outside, but I have two riddles. She loves to get into them every yeah. single time. Uh, uh, We're part of the riddles now, yeah? Okay. <laughs> riddles, yeah? Riddles. Okay, it's All like right. a game. I love it. I love yeah, a good yeah. riddle. All right. The first one is... I travel all around the world, but I'm always in the corner. Where am I? It's quite. I travel all the way around the world, right? But I'm always in the corner. Yeah. What am I? Yeah. You travel all the way around the world. I thought I'd take the. Yeah, you're a passenger. No. Think about it. I travel all around the world, but I'm always in the corner. What am I? Come on, Mr. Traveller. <laughs> I thought this was the easy oh, one. Wait, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. So what travels? in the corner. No, it's always in the corner. So I, what travels everywhere? It can go anywhere. Bird. Huh? No, not birds. <laughs> but it's always in the corner. A boat. No. Think, Fish. 
No, think physically. Physically? Yeah. Think something that is tangible. Don't think animals. I'm always in the corner. Your passport? No, but you're kind of on the right track. <laughs> oh, side bag? No. Side bag, that's lit. <laughs> oh, I thought I was just in the corner, no? Side bag. <laughs> no. Wait, you said passport. Yeah, she said I'm on the right track. Can I ask you a question? Mm-hmm. Females or males, do we do we use this or is it like... Anyone unisex? can use it. It's, and it's accessible to anybody. We probably don't use it as much now because of the process, but... Because of the process? Why are you like... Help me out, help me out. Okay, so something... You guys. I'm in it. Are we thinking too much? I think you're overthinking it, 100%. Something in the corner? In the corner. It travels everywhere, but it's always in the corner. It's never anywhere else. Campus? No. No. Hold on, wait, wait, wait. It's always the corner. Wait, <laughs> when I is... tell you lot, it's gonna oh, be it. so oh, funny. Okay. Alright, can I ask you a question? <laughs> Go on. <laughs> is it is it is it always an aeroplane? No. Should I give you okay, I'll give you a clue. It can be sent places. Sent? Yeah. Normally if I wanna send if I wanna send you something, she's got it. If I wanna send you don't say anything. If I wanna send you something, yeah. It travels yeah. everywhere, it but, travels it's everywhere but it's always, in the corner. On the corner. Always. always. I know what it is. What? Letter. Close. Oh, <laughs> you know. uh, Close. Parcel. What would you put? Box. On, no, would you put on a letter and it travels? Paper, paper. No, no, that's in the letter. What's on the letter? Pen. <laughs> Ink. Envelope, envelope. On the envelope. Oh, stamp. Yeah. Oh, shit. Ah, cool, cool, cool. That was so funny. No, but I was like, pen, paper. Like, it's Ink. Not- <laughs> no, uh, that's yeah. lit. Do you want the other one? Yes, please, please. <laughs> Do you need to redeem I want two yourself? more. I want two more. I want two more. If you got any more. Okay. Um, uh, what question? What questions can you? Oh, sorry, that was mad. What yeah. questions have? Can I read today? <laughs> wow. <laughs> what question yeah. can you never answer yes to? So it's a question. What question can I never answer yes to? Mm. I don't know. You tell me. No, <laughs> that's not it. <laughs> what question? No. I can't answer yes to that. What's your name? Amir. <laughs> yeah, you can never say yes, can you? Oh, That's good. You're thinking, what but... What question can you never say no to? Uh, yes. yes. Yes to? Yeah. Your age? No, because I could guess your age and you can say yes. Um, what can you never say yes to? Family stuff? <laughs> you see? I don't know. You can tell he's a deeper person. He's going... <laughs> everywhere this um, is a physical thing that we all do okay. sexuality no because i can say are you gay you go yes are you straight you go yes um, what question can you never say yes to is it personal no in your eyes no everyone does it you can do it and people should i give you a clue okay people normally do it at night but you can do it at any time of the day sex she's on the right path what's the question not not sex, sleep. But what's the question? Can you sleep today? No. What? I'm confused. I'm a bit okay, weird. Okay. Isn't it? I'm a bit you're weird. Like bit you're weird. right there. Like what? So think the answer is a question, right? What so time are you going to bed? No, because I can respond and say I can Wait, give no, you. A... She said sleep, okay. so I'm, I'm just going. But to you're what there. You're <laughs> I'm going to what you're saying. Cause... What question can you never answer yes to? So if the topic is sleep. What can I... In your sleep? Dreams. Mm. No. <laughs> it's a question. Oh. It's a three letter... No, it's a three word question. 
Are you asleep? Yes. It's are you asleep? But how does that make? How does that make sense? Because if you, I'm asleep. So if you're gonna ask me, yeah, are you asleep? asleep oh my god, the technical difficulties. <laughs> but if I'm asleep. Oh, all right, cool, my bad. <laughs> I'm weird, oh guys. I'm so sorry. It's Have you got any more? You got one more. I'll give you last. Right. What was last week's one? Hold on. Right, last week's one was a good one. I'm bad at riddles. Do I remember last week's one? You, you do. Yeah, maybe actually. Hold on. Oh my god, where is it? Hold on, give me a moment. I like when people play games, actually, it's interesting. Yeah, I love it. I'm not dumb, by the way, guys. Yeah, I'm just a bit slow sometimes, isn't it? I apologize, I apologize. My personality's a bit weird. I mean, <laughs> if that's what you want to say, <laughs> I'm playing. Um, boom, okay. Oh, wait. Oh, do I have it saved? Hold on. Do you remember what it was last week? No, I'm trying to remember. I think, okay, I don't remember if this is exactly what it is, but what? No. Do you remember the answer? My brain, hold on. This was such a good one. Riddle. Yeah, it was a riddle. What do you What do you look at but doesn't change? I think that was the yeah. question, yeah? What do I look at but what, doesn't change? What can you see but it doesn't change? The wall. Oh, maybe that was wrong as well. The wall. <laughs> it doesn't change, is it? Nah, nah. How can it change? <laughs> nah. <laughs> How can it change? I'm yeah, not gonna lie. I'm, I'm not gonna lie. I think I have the wrong riddle. I think I might have said the answer in the riddle. What can what can be seen? No, you know what? <laughs> it's a wrap, guys. Uh, I apologize. Well, right. I, ho hopefully that was a good answer. It was. Uh, I'm a, when I remember it, I'll yeah, yeah, shout yeah, yeah. you and I'll uh, let okay, you know. Okay, okay. But thank you so much for no coming problem, on. It's no been problem. so good, guys. Look out for this one. All of his infos, YouTubers, socials will be in the link. Send me all of that and I'll. You know, I'll put it on. But yeah, man, till next time. Stay blessed, guys. Bye. I hate outros as well. <laughs>